So, how's it going? It's good. How are the levels going? Uh, levels are fine. Everything's very normal. <laughs> More normal than it has been. More normal than it's ever been in my life. <laughs> I could say, if I was going to imagine what the most normal situation would be, I'd say it's this one. <laughs> Scooby-dooby-doo, where are you? We got some work to do Francis, fuck. Scooby-dooby-doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. Fred, come on, Scooby-doo. I see you. you got silver. You're not feeling me, cause I can't see the way you shake and shit. Welcome back to Fred Says Fuck with me, your host, Charlotte. And I'm Lucy. So, what are we doing today, Lucy? Today we are doing season 13, episode 16 of Supernatural. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> you thought, you thought that this was a Scooby-Doo podcast but what you didn't realise it, it was a stealth supernatural podcast the entire time mm-hmm. after we've done this episode we're just going to keep go doing supernatural episodes episode. <laughs> uh, no we no. are doing Scooby Natural which is the supernatural Scooby-Doo crossover episode um, Lucy what's your supernatural history um, when I was <laughs> when I was like 14 and on Tumblr really aggressively um, I watched a bit of it because I was obviously into Doctor Who and Sherlock and it just oh, came like, as like the third you gotta complete the trifecta I, yeah exactly yeah. so I watched like seasons it was just on TV all the time was the thing so I watched like seasons what channel was it on? I don't remember it being on TV oh it was on like it was on like E4 or something not even that it was like um, way down the list I don't even know something was showing it all the time yeah so I watched like seasons one through four and then just bits and bobs of like all the other seasons. Okay. And then like all the Leviathan season for some reason. Interesting. Mm. Okay, my story is pretty similar. I was like, wow, I love Doctor Who and Sherlock and I'm <laughs> 16, 17. I'm going to get into Supernatural just as it's getting really bad. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I remember watching it like, and basically over one summer I watched series one to five was like this is alright you know it has like a conclusion don't get where it can go from here um, <laughs> watched like I think I watched season six and then I was like this is terrible I'm just gonna stop and I just stopped that's good I don't I occasionally I'm there like I should do a supernatural rewatch and then I think about it's it it's so long and there's so many episodes they are still going to this day yeah um as of recording um March 30th 2020 yeah it still hasn't completed and it's on hold because of some reason I don't know why <laughs> some mysterious reason it's gone on temporary hold (laughs) so um you know they could fight demons but really what's going to keep supernatural going is the coronavirus what's the coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) um yeah the the only thing that could ever stop it was like a a worldwide pandemic (laughs) (laughs) they are just it has been going on for so long it's like 15 years more probably well, it's on it's on season fifteen, and there's normally one season per year. Yeah, uh, yeah. I suppose I don't think they've taken time off. No. Oof. Which? Imagine, oh boy! Can the actors do anything else? That's no. What I want to know. Cause... They can do like other films in the off season, I think, which is over the summer. That's not a lot of time, though. Yeah, no, it's not. And they're basically trapped in these characters for fifteen years. How? 
I just want to leave so bad. Yeah, you know? me too. What are that? Their contracts must be ironclad. I mean, I think they Unless signed just... the contracts thinking that it would last for like five seasons because that was the original runtime. Yeah. And then they were just trapped. So <laughs> <for> like, what <laughs> is the best years of their lives? Literally, you could be doing so much else. They're like, yeah, prime of their acting career. Now after this, what are they gonna do? Nothing. I mean, I guess- um, if you're Jerry Padalecki, you just be like vaguely racist on Twitter. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's great. We love. We love. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Like never meet your heroes. Never go on your heroes' Twitter accounts. I mean, I would never say Jared Padalecki is really anyone's <laughs> hero, but no, me if he is, I do feel sorry for them. <laughs> it's such a weird, like, cannibalistic TV show because they did do all those like episodes, like a whole season, wasn't it, where they were like, "Oh, we are characters in books in our own universe, and God is writing about us." I mean, that's like most of the latter seasons. Yeah, because at some point it, they realized that this guy was writing stories about them that are like their episodes that was season five yeah and then later they realize that he's god (laughs) um and now they're fighting him Uh, i think in the i was looking up the synopsis of the last season i think it's about like fighting god i don't know it's one of those series where it's like there's nowhere to escalate it from here yeah exactly because if you have if you're like leading conflict up to season five what do they fight the devil isn't it it's like lucifer yeah it's like they're fighting both lucifer and heaven because heaven want the angel michael to inhabit dean's body right and then he become then he can kill lucifer or something yeah so there's nowhere to go from that they don't want that because that will lead to armageddon is it just good omens (laughs) maybe maybe i (laughs) all all it was a while stories are vaguely the same um um so yeah this is a a crossover episode between supernatural and scooby-doo so it's mostly animated in the scooby-doo style i'd say not really the original style it feels closer to Mystery, uh, Mystery Incorporated, but without like some of the stylistic choices with the characters. Yeah, it's like I I have some gripes with the animation in it, which we'll get to, but um, it's mostly pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty smooth. Yeah. Um, pretty good. Yeah. Some some fun stuff going on. They're aping the classic style. <laughs> so, what year was this? Two years ago. Yes, I guess if it's season thirteen. Yeah. So, twenty eighteen. Um, or 2017. That sounds right. Um, it starts in media res <laughs> with Dean fighting like a, and this is like live action. They're fighting like a, a giant green dinosaur plush toy. Yeah, basically like a a big. Is it a toy or a costume? He says plushy. Yeah, it's like a plush dinosaur green costume thing. It is huge. And it is trying to get them. Yeah. They're in like a pawn shop, I think. Mm. And then eventually they, I don't know, hit it with some iron. Well, no, they um, they pour some holy oil on it and then they burn it. And there's some really terrible CGI fire as it burns (laughs) down. I don't know what the budget is at this point, uh, but it did not look good. (laughs) Um, So they burn it. It explodes. The shopkeeper is very, very grateful. And then suddenly this like kind of skeezy looking guy walks through. His name is Jay. And uh, we're introduced to him as the guy who owns everything in town. Mm, I was like, this <laughs> this is a Scooby-Doo villain if ever I've seen one. 
Yeah, he's a little creepy. I just wrote the dialogue in this show is bad. Yeah, it, it's always been bad. I know, but there's something about it being like having gone to seed yeah. at this level where I'm like, this is just uncomfortable to witness. <laughs> yeah, so he comes in and he's like, they're like, oh, we should continue investigating what caused this strange occurrence. Yeah. Um, he like sidles up to them, gives them a look. I have a question about what feels like a plot hole to me. I'll get to it later. Okay. Um, this is interesting, though. So the the guy who owns the pawn shop is like, please, literally take anything as payment for this. Um, so Sam and Dean take a giant TV as payment, which is more than the Scooby-Dooby gang has ever got. Yeah, yeah. They, like, actually get a reward. We don't know if the Scooby gang get rewards. They get money sometimes. Confederate dollars. Confederate dollars, as we'll see later. <laughs> um, they get a TV... Um, they argue about it because Dean calls it a she because he's like the world's easiest man. Um, <laughs> Which is like so prevalent in this episode. They're in the bunker and Sam's like, I'm worried that there's more to this curse. And Dean's like, you should make like Elsa and let it go. And just like Jensen Eccles' eyes are dead. Yeah, he looks... <laughs> There is nothing in them. They yeah. are empty. He's smiling like he finds it funny, but he doesn't look like he finds it funny. Also, 2018 is a bit past Frozen. Yes. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right? Like... Yes, very, Frozen 2 was very last Very past year. Frozen. It's like they're just putting in random references to be, like, culturally relevant, except it's written and acted by really old men, and <laughs> we don't actually know what's relevant. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's this whole, like... Oh, but you're such a man. How would you know Frozen? Ah, he has layers. He has many, many things inside of him. (laughs) And they're all awful. (laughs) Sam is like looking up info on cursed objects attacking people, but can't find any. So he's like, oh, I don't think that that dinosaur plush was a cursed object. Um, And Dean is like, that's cool. Come and visit my Dean cave. And then they go to this room in the bunker that's got like a foosball table and the TV. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the bunker like man. Bar. It's like the bunker man cave. It's my man cave to so get away from my brother, who is also Except a man. Except there's two seats there, so I said it was just normal for two gay <laughs> two gay bachelors to sit and watch TV with their sad dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, it's one cursed TV. So it <laughs> starts flickering purple, which you know is not a good sign. No. And then it zaps both of them inside, and then they wake up is cartoons and then I'm thinking oh this animation looks familiar <laughs> this styling is similar to something that I know a lot about yep and they're like wow this is beyond weird we're in a TV show which actually they've already done before as they mention yeah this is the thing it's 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 self-cannibalism yeah they've been in books about themselves they've been in TV shows another and another TV show now they're in another TV show and they're like what is it is it is it angels? Is it demons? Is it the trickster? Who I do remember. I don't uh, remember the trickster. The trickster was the the is like a guy who like put them in the TV, and they're like, oh, he's a trickster, and then it turns out he's actually the angel Gabriel. Oh, oh, I know what Gabriel looks like, but only but because he of dies. Tumblr gifts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, cartoon seventeen. They like look around, and the Impala is there with them. And Sam's like, "How did the car get here?" And I just wrote, "How did the car get here?" <laughs> yeah, that's convenient. Yeah, mm. it doesn't matter. It doesn't, don't it, think about it. it don't too, think too, about too, it. Too, yeah. too hard. Um, they get in the car and drive off because they're like, "This is a mystery. Let's solve it the way we normally do by driving." 
just into the distance. Yeah. Uh, they end up at the malt shop where they spot the mystery machine and they go inside and then there's like a the supernatural opening but it's got like Scooby-Doo stuff. Yeah. It starts with the mansion that plays and like the what uh, Scooby-Doo where are you? But it doesn't go into like it. the opening which is cowardice in my opinion. <laughs> They look around the malt shop and they see the gang doing their, like, dance animations, but this time the animation is smoother. It's not two frames. <laughs> but it's the same dance. Yeah, which is fun. Um, Dean's like, I'm going to harass Daphne for the entire episode. <laughs> he looks at her and he's like, I'm just, I'm going to sexually harass and no one can stop me, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, Dean is like, this is a dream come true. Yeah. Um, He's like, oh, when we were on the road with dad. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's how their childhood was. Yeah. He's like, well, we always had television. And guess what was always on the television? And he is right, because Scooby-Doo was literally always on. Mm. As we discussed in the Scrappy episode, (laughs) it's because the rights were cheap. Yeah. He then calls Fred a wad, which I think is mean. And he's like... Fred's a lot of things, but I wouldn't call him a wad. And he says that Cass is kind of like a talking dog. Yeah, I didn't watch a lot of episodes with Cass in them and when I did eventually I was sort of very underwhelmed yeah he's like a guy with zero trace of any personality I mean that is his personality he's like I am serious but I'm also gonna stand next to Dean and be like ooh is this gay? no (laughs) but if you think it's if you think it's gay then you're awful says us the writers (laughs) Also, this is the only reason anyone watched the show from, like, season 10 onwards, as far as I can tell. Do adult men watch it still? It just must be teen girls, right? I think so. I don't... I can't imagine, like, a salt-of-the-earth American diet guy, like, sitting down with a Budweiser and putting Supernatural on to watch, like... I don't even... I don't know what's appealing for the teen girls, to be honest. Aren't they watching Riverdale? They should be. It's it's somehow less misogynistic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which I never thought I'd say about Riverdale. I didn't say Riverdale is that misogynistic. I don't think it's like serious enough to be actually misogynistic. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> we started talking about Riverdale again. It's hard um, not to. Yeah, so they meet the gang and they're like, can we sit with you? And the gang's like, sure, we're friendly. Yeah, Dean immediately hits on Daphne, which is gross. She's 16 and he is... Oh, pushing fuck. 40 he is the world's <laughs> oldest man <laughs> he's just like a middle aged man he's sad his eyes are kind of red he's like <laughs> they are kind of red <laughs> I feel really uncomfortable whenever I see him it's fine when he's in cartoon form but when I see the actual Jensen Ackles I feel terrible <laughs> so the episode that they seem to have been transported in is I think episode 14 of the original Scooby-Doo Where Are You series which is the one where Scooby like saves a guy from drowning and then the guy dies of natural causes and then he like gets to inherit all of his money if he spends the night in a haunted house that's the episode that they've gone into and Dean's like oh I've watched this one as have we (laughs) (laughs) on an earlier episode if you look back yeah, and they tell him about it, and they're like, oh, he's a confederate soldier, and Dean's like, how did he die? And Fred goes, cancer. <laughs> yeah. It's very somber as a moment. I did like it. He hands him a newspaper, and Dean's like, look, Sam, it's a mystery, and Sam's like, there is no words on that newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that. That was pretty good. That was a good a good visual gag. 
Yeah, they do the sandwich gag. If you're familiar with Supernatural, it's like a fun callback if if you're not. Is it? Yeah, like when there's the episode where they are in a TV and there's this giant sandwich and Dean's like, oh, I wish I had a bigger mouth. And then in this one, uh, he like does have a bigger mouth and it's just, yeah. That's very funny. Uh-huh. Um, um, they tag along with the gang. Yeah, they decide to go to this mystery place. Um, I put Fred and Dean dick measuring. <laughs> I mean, Dean definitely I think is. Dean I think is, Fred, Fred is... is just like, this is fun, I look to make friends. Yeah. <laughs> Fred is blissfully unaware of how Dean is calling him a jerk, um, which is nice. Fred's nice in this episode. Um, they have a race. Yeah. Fred wins because he's better. Um, <laughs> they go to the mansion. It's Carswell Creeps, the lawyer guy. We have been over this episode before, but yeah, you know the details. Splits off. Loyal from listeners, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's like, "Yeah, you just have to stay here in a haunted house." Sam is like, "That's really weird." As a clause in someone's will, and Velma's like, "What are you talking about? This happens all the all time." time. <laughs> She's nice. I like to think in their universe that. That's like a standard will clause. Or something similar. Yeah. I want to see like a Knives Out fan fiction where that's the case. Uh, Velma's like, your house isn't really haunted. Dean wants the gang to be left innocent, so he just wants to do the mystery with them. Yeah. Dean continues to sexually harass Daphne. It's terrible, and the show wants me to think it's funny, but I don't. I just think it's bad, and he should (laughs) leave her alone. (laughs) Um, I've written again, I love this creepy lawyer because he's just standing in the doorway and laughing and then disappears and Dean's like, surprise, yeah. surprise, he's, he's the, the villain. Guy. <laughs> uh, Vel- Velma thinks Sam is dumb. Um, he's like a big lug. And then Daphne's like, but you ever think the big lugs, which is supported nowhere in canon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Daphne. Um, I do like the fact that Dean is like trying to hit on her and she's like, boys and girls never sleep in the same room, silly. Come with me, Velma. And they're like, ha this is good to me um and then the spookiness starts so they hear like a scream and then everybody runs down to one of the rooms where a scooby relative is staying yeah and dean's like this is the bit where cousin simples mysteriously disappears yeah uh but instead uh he's dead and there's blood everywhere (laughs) yeah he's been fucking stabbed (laughs) um so there's death in this episode uh fred remains silent but velma does say jinkies Fred is pretty chill about it. Fred does not get to say fuck, but Dean does say... Son of a bitch. Yeah. He's like, son of a bitch. And I'm like, well, Fred could have said that. Um, There's a spooky silhouette outside the window, Mm -hmm. but it's just Kaz, who's also here now. He got through the TV. (laughs) That's all you need to know about that, to be honest. Uh, Although there is a funny segment in um, live action where he's like, I brought... I brought food from the Tree of Life in Syria. I had to fight some jinn. Um, I made friends with some, you know, married to their queen. And that's all that Supernatural is to me now, I think. It's just yeah. like random word salad about like <laughs> vaguely biblical things. Yeah. If it's in the Bible, it's in Supernatural. Or just spooky. Yeah. Velma wants to CSI for fingerprints and fluids, which I like. <laughs> Sounds like fluids. It's like, yeah, you just run a black light over it, Jesus Sam. <laughs> um, Sam and Dean are worried that they will die. Dean is worried that the Scooby gang will die, which I understand. I also want to see no harm come to them except Scooby. Kaz is freaked out by a talking dog, which I thought was Yeah, he's like, what the dog is talking. 
And they're like, don't, don't worry about it, Scooby-Doo. It seems unrealistic to me. I think Kaz would be fine with a talking dog. I'd say there's been talking dogs. Has there not been talking dogs before? I'm sure there has been. I mean, there's sort of been... There's got to have been everything at this point. Yeah, like, didn't they have that thing that was like that meme on tumblr where it was like anything you mention is a reference in the supernatural <laughs> gifts and it's like maybe that's because it's been going too long yeah it needs to die <laughs> they literally just have done everything yeah um, uh, it's getting cold and the lights go out and the phantom chases them yeah um, fred tries to grab it he goes straight through it um it goes through a wall there's like another ghost attack shaggy nearly says fuck Mm-hmm. He's like, fa 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 phantom. And I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, Velma's rational, but then the ghost goes like behind a door and they hear a bunch of screams and then they open the door to like legitimate cartoon body horror mm. where one of the other like relatives has been dismembered, beheaded, and his like legless, armless, headless torso is suspended from the ceiling with ropes. Yeah, it's pretty gruesome. <laughs> Which is, which is like, again, the question, what would the ghost do if it got them? Would it just dismember them? I think so. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Uh, Fred is like, that's not good. <laughs> but then just walks off and he's like, unfazed still, kind of. Yeah, and doing something. I'm gonna vomit. Uh, they split up into three. Yeah. I guess because there's so many of them. So Fred goes with Daphne and Dean. Yeah. Sam it's goes three with Velma. Way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam goes with Velma and... And then Kaz and Shaggy yeah. and Scooby go yeah. together. I put Velma is horny for Sam. Yeah, I said put Velma isn't a big. <laughs> Which I understand. <laughs> I'm also into big, you know? Like, yeah. see a big object, I'm like... Nice. Can respect <laughs> it. <laughs> and, like, this, ex- this exhibits a certain frisure or something. <laughs> um... <laughs> She keeps referencing his, like, enormous shoulders. They're exploring the attic. Sam tries to come clean with Velma and tell her that ghosts are real, but she doesn't believe him um, because she's a rational skeptic, which is true to canon. Mm -hmm. Sam's like, we saved the world, like, so many times. It's like, shut the fuck up, Sam. (laughs) It's probably your fault. Velma's like, it's almost always a real estate developer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which, that's not really true. It's mostly, like... I mean, someone getting revenge or someone trying to steal something. I would, I don't know. I would say about fifty percent of all the cases they do have to do with land ownership. I'd say later on. I think in the early series, as we've mm. been looking at it, it's mostly about stealing stuff or smuggling. Yeah, that's true. With the pearl smuggling, pearl and smuggling, sheep rustling, sheep rustling. There was the one with Captain Cutler where he was doing some sort of smuggling. Yeah. Um, dog napping. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Theft, generally. Theft, like, yeah, burglars of various kinds. Stealing <laughs> dolphin research. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they both see some spooky toys, and they start floating, and it's they are got ectoplasm on them. Yeah. It switches scene to Daphne, Fred, and Dean. And Dean's like, what do you look for in men? Mm, like Terrace year old girl. <laughs> and she's like, I love an ascot. She says, I like them to be strong, sincere, and an ascot helps. And she sounds very much like Mystery Incorporated Daphne. Yeah. Because it is the same actress. Um, it's the same uh, voice actors for the Scooby Gang who are the current voice actors for the Scooby Gang um, in basically all Scooby-Doo media, apart from the new film, mm. which is lame. Um, 
I mean, we're not going to see it till September anyway. Yeah, it's so. been... Unfortunately, new segment, briefly. Scuba's been delayed because of mysterious reasons that I don't know about. Um, which is very upsetting because we have to go and see it and rip it apart. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we will eventually. Yeah. We'll still be, we'll still be kicking. Um. I, I haven't died from coronavirus by then. Um, I mean, what's coronavirus? So, yeah, the three of them are in, like, a library, and it's like, I did like this. Yeah. Because it's like, you know what we always say about, like, the animation looking different for the bits that the gang actually interacts with in the scenery? So they're looking at this bookshelf, and there's one book that's, like, a vastly different colour and standing out. And Dina's like, I'm going to pull this book, because I think it's a it's a trap door, and the others are like, we can't see anything. Uh, yeah, and it's very, very <laughs> obvious. Um, he pulls it and nothing happens, but then they fall down a trap door. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, now here's... It's, yeah, it's coming up on um, the chase scene that they do, but first we get Shaggy, Scooby, and Castiel followed by the ghost, which is like, this ghost has proven that it's out for blood, but it is stooping to such lows of yeah. just quietly tiptoeing behind people. I'm like, yeah. you could just rip them apart. I feel like it wants to, but it's almost like slightly confined by the the Scooby-Doo <laughs> formula. Like, yeah. not enough where it can't kill people, but enough where it has to follow that sort of Scooby-Doo trends yeah. of, like, chasing them. <laughs> Trapped within the format. Uh, speaking mm. of format, it's time for the chase scene, which has... Um, as the music, the original like Scooby-Doo theme song that we use for our intro in this podcast. Yeah. Minus the Fred Says Fuck bits. Mm, yeah, which is the less good version. Yeah. Um, they are like, they do the door gag where they're all running through and um, Scrappy runs through some of the doors which I enjoyed seeing. I thought that was cute. I think I mentioned that in the Scrappy episode maybe, briefly, that it's one of his few appearances since he canonically died. <laughs> um, well, it's the ghost of Scrappy. Well, obviously he doesn't say anything, so yeah, you know, no, no voice. Um, I okay. Here's so here's where I've written the note, which is with my one issue with the the animation in this. I don't like how it's how it does Daphne. <laughs> it oh is, yeah, it is the whole episode just seems like the artists were like super horny and had spent a little bit too much time time on deviant art. Like the way Velma and Daphne are drawn is just subtly like. A bit much. A bit horny. I mean, they're always like a little horny, but like low-key. Yeah, this one especially. There's this like, she's trying to like hammer boards across one of the doors and it's very like pin-up girl. She looks over her shoulder at Dean and he's like, whoa. Yeah, he's like looking at her ass. It's very normal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he tries to kiss her. It's bad. Yeah. They run into like a big reception room and they there's like a cold spot. The ghost has them cornered, and then he like picks up Fred and throws him into the wall, and Fred like ragdolls into it and immediately yeah, passes it's rough. out. <laughs> yeah, there's like it's real, bad for Fred. There's like more than mild peril in this. There's peril. I'd say, considering we're talking about um, original series, Fred, mm. I'd say he does deserve this. <laughs> so yeah, if you're gonna put your friends at risk all the time but not suffer any consequences it's time that he suffer consequences yeah this is just karma yeah yeah he gets like a bloody nose um 
Sam, Sam and Dean are like, okay, it's a real ghost. Grab some iron candlesticks and they like scare it off with some iron. Yeah, not before like Daphne and Velma have been th- levitated to the top corner of the room, where again the animation is just a bit, just a ugh, bit horny, just a bit horny, bit too horny. And um, Shaggy is like thrown over the balcony. Yes, <laughs> the ghost goes, and Shaggy's about to fall to his death, but Scoob and Cass jump after him and break his fall. Um, Shaggy's arm fucking breaks. Yeah, he gets like this really gnarly looking broken arm, which is really fucked up. And he's like, what's going on? This never normally happens. I've fallen out of a plane and I've been fine. <laughs> it's very disconcerting to see them sustain real life injuries, I will say. I, yeah. I, I like it though. So this is again, I want, I, I want my Scooby-Doo CW show. I think it would be good to see some real life consequences to, to things sometimes. Yeah, I mean... There is consequences in Mystery Incorporated. Not in the same way. There is, I mean, there's death. But there is death. As we've mentioned before, a girl is machine gunned to death by a Nazi robot. (laughs) (laughs) And that happened. (laughs) Sam and Dean give them the, like, 411 on ghosts being real. Velma's whole worldview is shattered. Fred starts smacking his head against a tree like, we could have been hunting Dracula or we've been hunting estate agents. Velma's like, I thought I was blind without my glasses. but I was blind all along. <laughs> Daphne freaks out that she's going to go to hell. Yeah, she's like, oh, the the spiritual significance of ghosts being real means that heaven and hell are real. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to go to hell? <laughs> I don't know why she thinks she's going to hell. Well, we don't know about Daphne's personal life. And that's um, true. They, they get given a, a pep talk and they're like, you defeated all these people. Sam's like, what about Space Cook? And we were like, true, true. <laughs> what true about, about Space, space Cook? Cook? Yeah. Um, Velma get gun. Yes. Yeah, so Almost. <laughs> they decide to fight the real ghosts and they're like, but well, we don't know how to do that. And um, Sam and Dean give them gun. <laughs> so Scooby, Scooby gang get gun. Uh, and they're like, Fred, it's time to build a trap. Yeah. They're like, Velma's like, who's going to be bait? And so they obviously Scooby and Shaggy, but then including Castiel now, because he's like also the talking dog equivalent in supernatural which is an uncomfortable uh, <laughs> statement I feel bad for Castiel I think he's like abused by Dean um, all the time in the series because the creators really want to like show that Dean has a case of the not gays yeah he's got a severe which, case of the I will say in this, ser- in this episode alone he seems a lot like a middle aged overcompensating gay man <laughs> I mean, yeah. Why is he still single? Why does he pivot so quickly to wearing an ascot at the end of the episode? No, I mean, you can wear an ascot and be straight. It's more his attitude towards women. It's just like cartoonishly misogynistic in a way that just feels like he's overcompensating. That's true. I think that's probably still true in the live action show. Oh, no, I know. Which is really (laughs) weird. Like, it feels so odd for like something that's coming out in like 2019 like in the start of supernatural he's always like referring to like chicks and stuff which i think even at the time was like people had moved past that he's supposed to be like radical like you know he's like old-fashioned and he's got classic car and classic rock stuff but he just seems like a terrible man yeah (laughs) he just seems like a horrible person yeah at least he's kind of like i don't know they fuck a lot in the original series in like series one and two yeah um i don't know if they still do that 
I mean, they might break their hips. <laughs> Can they fuck? Can they get it up? They're so old. I'm going to be 40 and listening to this episode. I can't believe we thought 40 was old. I mean, listen, I don't actually think 40 is old, but for the kind of characters they play to have yeah. such limited growth and to still be acting basically the same way as they did when they were like 29, <laughs> it's just really weird to watch. I d- yeah, I don't care. It's for just it. really uncomfortable. I just think it's it's so weird to have no one being like, "Hey, maybe we should stop Dean from saying chicks and broads or oh, whatever." Some hot broads. <laughs> kind of fuck some hot broads in my Impala car that I call she. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this dame! It's a car. <laughs> this dame's a TV. <laughs> Um, I don't care for Dean I've decided he was my favourite character when I watched it originally because he was like hot you know I was mm. like oh he is very attractive you know he's an attractive man but now I'm like he's not he's not the same level of attractive no. that he was in those days but I think you've also probably grown and yeah I'm, I'm a better person now yeah <laughs> I think it through I'm thinking it through and I'm like don't care for this man mm-hmm. and I'm like did I ever really find him attractive or did I just think I was supposed to find him attractive I think that's a very good point mm. I t- <laughs> um, back to the episode what? oh yeah um, Fred's trap doesn't work because a lot of it relies on like coconuts falling on the ghost and obviously it's non-corporeal in this so they just go straight through and it involves like trapping Scooby, Shaggy, and Castiel instead, which is fun. Dean says that he knew it wasn't going to work because it, they never work, which is true. That, that that said, though, why did he do it? I think it was like he just wanted Fred to do it, just... and then it, it was like a distraction, and they could put their second plan into, into place. Oh, okay, yeah, that would make sense. Which basically involves just like sending the ghost down the trapdoor. Mm. The ghost falls into a salt circle, and I lost a little bit of interest here because the gang's no longer on screen. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to look at these very angular faces yeah it's cause they, the thing about um, Sam and Dean couldn't remember their names because don't care for them that much <laughs> um, their faces are very like angular and drawn in a bit more detail than the gang yeah. so when I see like Sam standing next to Velma her face has like very little characteristic <laughs> to it and he's got like this angular semi yeah. semi realistic face and I was like this is just odd they've got more shading to them yeah it's the, they look more like Bela Hotner than they do they do look like Bela Hotner <laughs> I saw them and I was like this is exactly like Bela Hotner in Mystery Incorporated um so it turns out that the ghost is real, but is like doesn't actually look like that ghost. It's like the ghost of a child, which yeah, it's is sad. sad. So a little ghost kid, and he doesn't want to hurt people, um, but he's like connected to a cursed object, which is a penknife that his dad gave him. We don't really know how he died or anything, um, but some horrible man has been using it to scare people away, and that man is Jay, obviously. The creepy guy at the beginning, we thought. Yeah, like Scooby Doo villain. Um, Dean promises to like let him pass on. Yeah, release him from his horrible prison. Mm-hmm. Um, they open the door to see the rest of the gang, and they're fucking freaking out. Yeah, Daphne is, as I suspected, the most trigger happy of them all. <laughs> she, she's like, I will fetch multiple shotguns. <laughs> yeah, because Mel was like, I want a shotgun, and Daphne's like, I want two shotguns, <laughs> um, which is funny. Yeah. Um, but they've they've made a deal with the ghost so he can pretend to be 
the lawyer Cosgrove so they can like complete the episode and they're like oh ghosts weren't real after all you were correct it's just a man in the mask who you can now unmask and they're not that convinced but they kind of want to go along with him yeah um and like Dean pulls out the money that they would have gotten at the end of this episode and he's like it's worthless anyway it's all confederate dollars which Which I suspected we said in the episode where we talked about this it's like Cass heals Shaggy but the one thing Cass does not do is bring back the other characters in this from the dead who did get dismembered and stabbed uh yeah it's fine don't worry about it they're like oh so the other relatives just weren't like that wasn't they weren't real bodies and they're like no that was just dolls and corn syrup and it's like but they were real bodies and they're like no don't worry it was a projection don't think about it (laughs) and dean's like well fred you're not that bad and fred's like i know because he has self-confidence and we love him yeah i like him in this episode um he decides to let daphne go which she she never really paid that much attention to him anyway so yeah whatever she barely noticed which is quite funny velma dips sam into like a deep yeah she like she's strong <laughs> she like dips him and gives him a kiss and then what is like those shoulders Mm. yeah and then Dean's like I should have known it's always the quiet ones who are easy Dean's like I spent my time sexually harassing the wrong girl fuck it's like Dean I want to drown you (laughs) Uh, they get pulled out of the TV and I lose interest yeah the thing is like with the the pen knife is that the evil guy in this the guy who owns half the town had been like slipping it into the He'd, like, slipped it into the fabric of the dinosaur plushie, and he'd, like, put it into the back of the TV, but for some reason, Dean decides that the way to get it out is by smashing this giant, expensive TV. Yeah, he destroys it. And this is my plot hole about the pen knife. Right. So they decide to release the ghost child um, by burning it, right? Yeah. But if it was in the costume, which they burned earlier, how did the guy find it again and then put it in the TV? Um, I think uh, in, when you notice something like that, a wizard did it. Okay, so <laughs> he's magic and he protected it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so Jay is aware of the existence of ghosts. Yeah. Uh, and his... And using them for his own personal Yeah, thing. his conclusion after he finds out ghosts are real that, hey, I could use this to scare people away from shops and then buy them up for cheap. Yeah. Uh, Which is a Scooby-Doo plot line. Yeah. But with, like, I guess, real ghosts this time. So they confront him, and Dean's wearing an ascot. Yeah. It's great, fun, funny, funny joke. Um, He's like, you can't get me on this. No one believes in ghosts. There's no laws about ghosts. (laughs) Just like like in Ace Attorney. Um, (laughs) And they're like, yeah, but we looked into your finances, and you've been avoiding a lot of tax. (laughs) Which is very funny. I like the idea of them just being like, well, we can't get him on this. Let's... Let's hack him. Let's hack him. Can Sam hack? Is that a thing? Isn't he like he, a computer major in the first season? Because he comes out of college. college. I'm yeah. sure he did like computer science. I mean, he was... he, I remember him hacking into things, but I'm pretty sure just doing computer science doesn't allow you to hack into things. He was like tech. He was the tech one out of the two of them. Yeah, because Dean has no brain cells. No, Dean's a caveman still. <laughs> With similarities towards women. Okay, men aren't a thing, Lucy. We've discussed this. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's arrested and he's like, oh, I would have got away for, away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids. And I'm like, these aren't kids. These are 45-year-old <laughs> men. 
Um, Dean looks at the camera and goes Scooby Dooby Doo in like a pretty decent impression, I would say. And the, it's fine. The, <laughs> you hate it so much. <laughs> and then the screen like narrows into the circle it does around his face, but that doesn't end the episode because then that disappears and sounds like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he's like, "That's how the episode ends." And Kaz is like, "But you're not a talking dog." And it's like, "Oh wow, good point, Kaz." And Sam's like, Velma was right. It is always a real estate guy. Um, and then it I'm, sort of ends. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, it wasn't much of a conclusion. I Velma was also wrong in that it was also a real ghost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was right that, that at the heart of it was a real estate I man. suppose, yeah. The, the core of the mystery. Yeah, the centre of the mystery. The ghost was just a misdirection. Yeah. So yeah, that was Scooby Natural. What did you think of it? I thought it was quite funny, apart from I wish they'd not. <laughs> here's my here's my point. It would have been perfect and really funny and great if there was no supernatural characters in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, and it's just been like a more adult version of a Scooby Doo episode. Yeah, yeah. Or if like Dean was like making fun jokes and references to other Scooby Doo episodes for the entire episode rather than just being really sleazy and hitting on Daphne yeah. all the time. Yeah, if you cut out the sleaziness, I like it a lot Because maybe that would have been, like, one joke, but it's, like, the only joke for, like, half of the episode. Yeah, it's, like, and it's just... The way they're animated... I'll try and get some stills just so we can put it on the Twitter so people can, like, understand what I'm talking about when I say it's just a little bit too horny. Uh, I might think of something for the episode Oh, the episode icon. yeah. <laughs> I'll see what there is. I might make it just like a still of supernatural characters, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Um, for all the fans. Yeah. I, I, I didn't dislike it. Again, it's it suffers from sleazy disease, but I, what else can we expect from Supernatural? Um, yeah, nothing. <laughs> I expect nothing from Supernatural. Literally nothing. Yeah, it it is like who is its core audience? I mean, Scooby- I don't know. I don't know who still watches it. Is it just on and people who are just watching the CW? Because the CW is like a teen channel. Yeah, but they're not young anymore. Is the thing? Because like when they were like twenty two or whatever, it felt more relevant to teenagers. Yeah, I mean, and even I think, even then, barely. I think Sam. I think. Jared Padalecki was like in his 20s and yeah. I think Jensen Ackles was like 30 when it started which is why he's 45 now <laughs> um, I don't know it's a really weird show I mean it's fun that they managed to do this um, yeah. and with all like the voice actors and Frank Welker and Matthew Lillard and everyone yeah that's fun and you know it's like a it's a good idea I'd say it's a good supernatural episode and a bad Scooby-Doo episode <laughs> yeah okay no I, yeah yeah, because I, we I hate Supernatural. Agree. I mean... <laughs> I hope I, this is fun to listen to. Yeah, if you don't watch Supernatural, I'm so sorry. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. You can appreciate what we're going for here. If you, We probably should have explained what Supernatural is. Did we do that at any point? No, we didn't. Supernatural is about <laughs> fighting ghosts. Okay, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah, anything else you want to add? MVP? MVP. Um... Of the gang, we're not including. Oh yeah, no, fuck Simon. <laughs> I'd say Fred. Yeah, Fred. He, Fred did a lot of like jumping out the ghost. He was yeah. very proactive in this episode, which yeah. is very um, out of character. He does. He tries to wrestle Kaz when they don't know who it is yet. Yeah, 
Which is good. Choke slams him to the ground. You could say that he is Jacob wrestling the angel. Fuck <laughs> 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 oh, um, I have some fan fiction. Classically educated. Yeah, can um, go on. Which, give me a moment. Fan fiction corner. Woo! I tried to find, and I thought these would be quite prevalent. I tried to find Scooby Natural fan fiction, so this is not just Scooby Doo fan fictions, this is the crossover fan fictions. And I've got two, and I have one called Those Meddling Kids, this is the first one. And I went on AO3 just because that's where all supernatural fan fiction is bred nowadays. Mm, um, bred, raised, <laughs> so, <laughs> slaughtered, shot, yeah. Um, so the first one is Those Meddling Kids. And basically, it's just like a one shot where Sam is awake in the bunker that they live in together and is like staying up late and putting an episode of Scooby Doo on. And he's like, Yeah, the animation is rusty as all holy hell, the dialogue is trite, and the adventure's often childish, but it's still something like home. And a part of me is like, Scooby Doo's dialogue is trite? <laughs> Scooby Doo's dialogue is terrible. But it feels better to me than Supernatural Dialogue, which just feels like it's trying to slam a bunch of like references and half jokes into every single conversation and thinks that's wit. Yeah. Um, so there's another paragraph. So I knew that the Velma kiss was coming because I looked these up before the episode. So it did ruin oh, the, the spoilers. shock of that moment. You don't but... worry, it wasn't worth the surprise. <laughs> um, so there's this line, given that he'll never see her for real she's probably the best chance he'd have had for a relationship although given that she's a teenager in universe and sam is pushing 40 it's a little disturbing to pontificate about how that would have worked in fact it's a little disturbing to think about why dean had such a jones on for daphne Mm. (laughs) um i liked this line as well so it says his favorite episode was and still is in the second season when the pop songs became part of the chase scenes it's the one with a headless specter not just because it's genuinely creepy and atmospheric, but also mm-hmm. because it was the one time where he didn't make believe that he didn't care about the show. There's like this whole bit about them being on the road, but I did, I just liked the mention of the headless vector. I'm like a seal clapping at any references to episodes that I know about. I know, I'm like, oh, a Scooby-Doo reference. I know Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I have a podcast. Um, the second fan fiction is called Brave New World. And this one is where when they come back into the real world, the gang comes with them. Yeah. So it's Scooby-Doo in, in real life now. So I have the... So this is about Shaggy. It says, His appetite wasn't a strong hit, although Velma and Sam both theorised that it might just be his nerves. Velma's eyesight seemed a little bit stronger since her arrival, which she had been surprised to discover when her glasses had gotten knocked off when they first found themselves in the bunker. And Daphne had noticed, whispering to the rest of the gang as to not offend their hosts, that their new friends looked older in this reality oh than they back home. Oh no! <laughs> it's it's in most of the fan fictions, as far as I can tell, the age difference. And like, how they, they bring it's... it up. That's good. I'm glad someone did. Yeah, I know. Um, also, Scooby Doo can't talk in this world. Oh fuck! <laughs> they it's all... like in um, Wicked. Yeah. Where the animals could no longer speak. And it's horrible. It's pretty dark. Um, so Shaggy's like awake and goes downstairs and then watches himself and the gang on TV and has to cope with the knowledge that he is not real and never has been. Fuck, okay. <laughs> and he falls into a deep depression. 
There was this line in it, just from Shaggy's point of view, that says, Back home, Shaggy and his friends were really close with a lot of the kids from Riverdale. Although, it was a surprise to him to learn that Sabrina was secretly a witch. Which I liked. Aww. Yeah. So he's just he's watching like, TV he's now. He's like, oh shit, Sabrina was a witch? <laughs> that makes a lot of sense now, I think about him. Um, Dean then has to grapple with the fact that Daphne is 16 and that he was flirting with her in the cartoon episode. Yeah, I mean, he should have thought of that when he was in the cartoon universe yeah. did they not look like teens i mean i guess she's like very like curvaceous but she's yeah. an older teen i mean in in this he's there like yeah but like in the live action ones they're not teens and i thought in the latest stuff and then sam rails off like with a whole bunch of encyclopedic scooby-doo knowledge like no 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 they're all teenagers i can tell you how old they are and in which uh, shows they are all teenagers uh, he's one of us yeah Good thing they didn't um, zap into a pup named Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been bad. Yeah. Um, Fred is mad because Dean won't Probably let them be better. go hunting. Yeah. <laughs> um, Velma and Sam have a chat where he's like, "Look, I'm way too fucking old for you." She's put out, but accepts She's it. She's like, "What? But I'm a teen, and you're a forty-year-old man." <laughs> Um, Dean... It's just like in Pretty Little Liars where it's yeah. actually normal to date an adult. <laughs> Dean buys some old games and eventually agrees to let the gang with them hunting. Um, it ends on a cliffhanger, but this fan fiction was updated in 2018, so I don't think we'll see... Um... Okay, so not for a while, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, people have spare time. That's... Maybe there'll be many. That's true. Maybe I should comment on it. Like Dead fan fiction is coming back from the dead. Yeah. yeah. What happens next, winky face? What happens next, winky face? <laughs> I was wondering about that um, humorous Wattpad fan fiction that we were reading in the last episode. And I was like, should we have messaged the person who wrote it and been like, hey, just so you know, we put we're all talking this about up. this in yeah. our podcast. I mean... I think that about sometimes all of the fan fictions that we use about whether or not we should message and say, hey, are we alright to put this? I mean, what I don't, don't want to hurt people's feelings. If they don't know about it, then it might be better. Yeah, because we're, we're not very nice about Sometimes them. we're mean. Sometimes we're not mean. If we're nice, maybe we should tell them. Yeah. But then it's like, ugh, what, what are our responsibilities yeah. to these people? I don't know. I think I would also struggle to find some of the ones that I've sourced over the time we've been doing this. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I should. Yeah. We could credit them all somewhere. We should have like a big master post of all the fan fictions <laughs> ever mentioned within this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the Chef Boyardee <laughs> one. <laughs> Just in case anyone wants to read it. Yeah, Top I... 10 bestiality <laughs> fan fiction. It's, yeah. Yeah, unfortunate. It's a bad world out there it for really, Scooby-Doo fans. It really is. The deviant art is worse. I would be interested in seeing if there's an, uh, any Ace Attorney Scooby-Doo crossover fan fictions. Because I've been playing a lot of Ace Attorney and it's pretty good and I can imagine the gang being involved yeah. in that sort of... in a trial, you know? Who's, which one's the lawyer, Belmer? Well, no, I imagine it being like... It's oh. in Ace Attorney. Okay, so Phoenix And they're Wright like is, witnesses. I see. Or they're like helping out with the investigation and they're like next to him oh, on the defense stand I think that would be good and Velma's like but but uh, Phoenix you haven't thought about this we'll check for fingerprints and he'd be like oh yeah I forgot I could do that <laughs> for some reason love Phoenix yeah um, I remembered the other day that I had a Scooby-Doo game when I was younger like a computer one I feel like I did as well what was yours? it was a Chinese one okay it, like the gang were in China I think someone was dressing up as a dragon 
<laughs> to do well I can't remember what the motive was because there are like five suspects and, de- and it changes like however many times you do the game and you have to look for clues oh so, shit okay yeah so you have to pick up the clues and they'll all point to one of the suspects and it changes every uh, time I had a um, I had like a book that was like a mystery book that was Scooby Doo and it was about an alien uh-huh. at a campsite or something and you had all these clues and you read along and at the end you had to like you had like a case book and you had to try and figure out who it was and then it has the ending and it tells That's you who it was fun. yeah I think there was a bunch there was like a series of them I wonder if we can get them somewhere yeah <laughs> we read them live on this podcast <laughs> and find out whether we're actually good at doing mysteries I mean if we could find the games we could stream them I think streaming the Scooby-Doo game would be incredibly funny if we yeah. should do that <laughs> um yeah yeah um so that's over yeah we we, like rushed through that i think we spent less time on that than we would on normal scooby-doo episodes yeah i mean it's very funny how long are the normal episodes they're like half they're like 20 minutes 25 minutes minutes, and we do two which is about the same as one episode of scooby natural i suppose there's just less to talk about with supernatural it's not got nuance (laughs) It's yeah. not got jokes. It's not got... It's I mean, not it got... has history, but it's not got interesting history. <laughs> not stuff that we care about. I mean, no. we've talked a lot about it on this episode, but we don't care. I mean, we care a little bit. Like, in, in the deep dregs of my heart, maybe I care a little. Mm. Um, but I'm not <laughs> happy about that. <laughs> if you were going to do a Scooby-Doo crossover episode... That would be like animated in Scooby-Doo style with something else. What would you... Riverdale. Easy. Okay, so rather than a live-action Scooby-Doo, like a literal Riverdale in Scooby-Doo. I mean, I want that as well, but if I can't have that... I mean, I can't... What else would be good? The thing is, I can't say any of the shows I've been watching recently because, truth be told, I don't want a Scooby-Doo crossover with How to Get Away with Murder. I think that... Actually, maybe that would be good. Scooby-Doo Jojo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they just they just make Fred one of those enormous men. Yeah, Fred JoJo. Fred is drawn in the style of a JoJo character, and he's just got his ascot, but like an enormous six pack and like a really angular face. That I think would that be would be so good. good. I, if that doesn't exist, I need to create that. Yeah, you need to learn how to draw anime. And Daphne looks like all the women in JoJo, so, except not blonde. <laughs> um, yeah. I was going to say some of the women in Jojo have brown hair, but they're not main characters. But they're not, like, main characters. Yeah. They're just, like, side characters. Yeah. <laughs> not as important as the very muscular men who are hanging out. I don't think Shaggy would fit into the Jojo universe. <laughs> Shaggy can't have muscle. Yeah, is there, like... Hmm. I'm trying to think if there's, like, any skinny men who he could be. I haven't seen enough of Jojo. I know. I'm trying to... I guess maybe he could be like a speed wagon but i still think speed wagon's too muscular <laughs> to be shaggy scooby's his stand um <laughs> i am i am thinking about casey frey again. oh yeah so if you checked out twitter obviously casey frey is a shaggy fan cast as discussed on the last episode um who would fred be well i don't i don't know i don't know enough young actors He'd have to be somebody who's like. What if it's just old actors? I mean, Casey Frey. How old is Casey Frey? It's twenties. I would assume. No, he's gonna be like. Well, maybe. Maybe he's yeah. like twenty-eight. Yeah. 
I would, because the thing is, when you when you ask me who should play Fred, all I can think of is KJ Appa, Archie Riverdale. I know, me too. But like his hair's dyed badly blonde this time, and they never mention the fact that like, like I would say Riverdale should canonically exist in the Scooby Doo CW show universe, but no one should ever mention that Fred looks exactly like Archie Andrews. Yeah. I think that would be really funny. I think that would be good. <laughs> Maybe Madeline Pett is Daphne as well. And uh, that's just, yeah, they're just the same actors. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. Yeah. But did they ever mention Scooby-Doo in Riverdale? I don't mm. remember it, but I feel like that's the sort of thing. I feel like, like obliquely Jug- reference. Jughead has probably thrown out a one-liner about it, like he does most things. Mm. Yeah, Charles are normally a bit more obscure. It's good. It's a good show. <laughs> I know we talk about Riverdale all the time on this series but it's good it's teens mysteries we love teen mysteries um love riverdale i love twin peaks pretty little liars not the that big a fan except that it was the precursor to riverdale and for that reason i like it but not that much (laughs) see gossip girl scooby-doo crossover that'd be pretty good i don't know much about gossip girl i never really watched it no i don't watch a lot of it sex in the city crossover Scooby-Doo Sex in the City crossover um, So are they in Scooby-Doo or Scooby-Doo in Sex in the City? Scooby-Doo's in Sex in the City <laughs> Actually, I can't fit it into my brain I can't I can't turn it in the right direction where it makes sense to me No, me neither Actually, maybe the other way around And um, what's the horny one? Miranda? No, Samantha Samantha's really into Fred Oh, she's like, I do love a younger man <laughs> Yeah, so and then that's... Miranda would be like, "You can't." He's a child, and Samantha would be like, "Oh, Miranda, don't be so <laughs> stuck up. It's perfectly natural." Um, and it would be terrible. Yeah. yeah, Charlotte takes Scooby to like a dog grooming. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, she's like, "I just want him to look nicer." And Carrie, Carrie just has like a normal episode because she hasn't noticed anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are good. Those are some good ideas. We should write for Scooby Doo. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Scooby-Doo crossovers, we've got the new Scooby-Doo movies coming up. Yeah, that's our next episode. Which is kind of what this episode was, in a way. Yeah. Like, if Supernatural had existed in, the ni- in like, 1972, then it would have been a new Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah, this just is what that was. Yeah. With more swearing, I guess, but... Yeah. I guess, like, adult themes, but there wasn't... Uh, I guess it was really horny. Um, <laughs> anyway, that was Scooby-Natural. Yeah, um, a fun, fun romp for basically no one. <laughs> fun romp for none of the family. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about it on this bonus episode. Yeah, live from fun. our bunker. <laughs> um, and hopefully we'll at some point get around to seeing you again soon. Yeah, and having another episode. Um, <laughs> follow us on Twitter, and in until next time, stay groovy. Stay groovy. <laughs> Cause I can't see the way you shake and shit. So, everything you told me, it's true? Mm-hmm. Werewolves? Vampires? Demons? Mm-hmm. I thought I was blind without my glasses, but I was just blind. Oh, how could I be so stupid? Uh, well, I mean... We've been stopping real estate developers when we could have been hunting Dracula? Are you kidding me? My life is meaningless! If there are ghosts, that means there's an afterlife! Heaven! Hell! Am I going to hell? We 
We told you every freaking time, but did you ever listen to Scoob and me? No! We're doomed. <laughs>